Welcome back to CodingCat.dev, where we give you cats the freshest dose of dev snacks. Here is Alex Patterson and Brittany Postma. This episode brought to you by Storyblock. Build anything and publish everywhere. Hello, everyone. Uh, it's a happy Friday for us. Probably when you're listening, it'll be a Wednesday, but uh, it's been lovely up here in Michigan. It's finally getting warm. It is finally like warm enough to open the pool and it's still a little chilly, but it's, it's warm. And I love our intro music. It always gives me energy, especially this early in the morning for us. (laughs) I couldn't imagine getting in a pool right now. It's, it's still too cold for me. I warmed it to 72 and it is, it's not, it's not as cold as like Michigan. That's true. (laughs) Nothing's that cold. Yeah, <laughs> we have a couple special guests with us today who are going to tell us all about Svelte Lab a little bit later on. If you wouldn't mind, Antonio, can you go first and just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So my name is Antonio Zatswitch. I'm uh, professionally pro- <laughs> developing uh, web applications professionally since 2019. And uh, mostly Angular back then, but uh, recently since 2020, Somewhere around that, I started using Svelte and never looked back. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> and Paolo, do you want to give us a little breakdown? Sure. I am Paolo Ricciuti. I'm from Italy. And uh, I am, I'm a developer professionally, too. Uh, I started coding for, uh, for fun like 17 years old, <laughs> year ago. <laughs> <laughs> I started with PHP. Uh, but uh, I took a, a little break and then uh, I come back uh, five or six uh, years ago to do it professionally uh, and I fell in love with Svelte and I love Svelte and the Svelte community as a whole. And how did you two uh, like get together to start working on things? Was it just through Svelte community or...? Yes, uh, because uh, when uh, Svelte Society announced the, the hackathon, uh, uh, Antonio was the culprit because <laughs> he, he brought a tweet on uh, the Svelte Society uh, uh, tweet uh, and uh, he said, uh, who wants to team up? And uh, I said, yeah, <laughs> we started to <laughs> brainstorm something uh, that we could work on. And uh, we inter- interacted before on Twitter because, uh, I mean, I love Svelte and he loves Svelte. So we did the the, the advent of a view in Svelte. Uh, we bought the, the these and we talk about Svelte uh, on Twitter very often. That's awesome. Yeah, we talked a little bit about that before the show about how the developer community, especially the Svelte community on Twitter, just feels so close and it's, it's like a, we all love each other and we're friendly and it's a nice place to be. Sometimes there's there's still some <laughs> fires out there. <laughs> Yeah, Twitter can be like that. I, I'm curious, Antonio, um, when you were writing, it, it sounded like Angular um, originally, and then you kind of got into Svelte. What was that like for you? Was it like, this is so much easier, or this is the, the cool new toy, the shiny thing that I want to get into? What was that experience like? Um, yeah, so originally I w- was looking at web components, so I was trying to figure out, uh, I learned the the original API for it and felt like okay, this is not something you want to do day to day. It's very manual and very uh, imperative, so you really have to mm-hmm. get in there and do the DOM manipulation yourself if you want to do it the classic way. So I looked at an article. Um, I think it's called uh, 
all the ways you can create web components and uh, Svelte was pretty high up in the metrics. So the package uh, size, bundle size and the performance was pretty good. So I checked it out and then um, I looked at the syntax. I, at first I was really uh, uh, not, not sure because the if blocks and stuff, it really <laughs> looked uh, kind of strange. But um, after trying it out a bit, I really fell in love because it just helped me get so much off my mind. In, in Angular, it really helps um, to have this uh, solid structure. It really forces you to think in a very structured way and to think what are the modules you are going to have, what are the components, and how do they fit together. So it really helps to structure the code. But I feel Svelte just takes a lot of my plate, so I don't have to think about that many things. I can just uh, build, and then uh, it kind of works yeah. that way. I think it's really funny like listening to people talk they either love or hate the templating syntax and i think it really is about how your mind works and how you you can either read javascript well and your mind stays in javascript land or you read it more like english and i think if you just read these more like english like it feels like it flows better to me than something like jsx but that's a yeah, now I would say the if blocks totally make sense. In Angular, we have this ng-if directive, so it's on the element itself. Yeah. And uh, it's less to write, but it's also hard to spot. So if it's like nested, you don't really see the structure. And the if block and yeah. the else and the, uh, the each block, they really help to structure the code out. So yeah. I now really appreciate them, even though I felt they were really weird at the start. I'm sitting here thinking about like things like ng template that I haven't written in so long, like <laughs> easy ways to like flip on and off things. And it's not really a thing in Svelte. Like it's just so easy to make that occur. You don't even need like complicated ways to do things like that. So it's it's been pretty shocking how how simple Svelte is, but yet how powerful it is too. So it's it's really I cool. just watched this morning <laughs> Rich on Learn with Jason talk about why the API in Spell is kind of the way it is. And it's because they've learned to say no to things over time, like no to feature requests that will detract from the API. So making it like as close to HTML as possible and as close to web standards as possible has been something that is like their core principles. And I think they've stayed true to that. And it's really nice to work with because of it. Y'all are probably closer to this than I am, but uh, I keep hearing rumblings about this switch block. Is that going to become a thing? Is it the like switch case block? I, I, I did see that there's a proposal for that. I maybe in Svelte four. I don't think it's on the milestones for Svelte four. Okay. I think okay. there's yeah, also a preprocessor for it. Oh yeah, I missed oh, that. So you can already use it with a preprocessor. Oh. I think there is a preprocessor, but I mean, it's not. Yeah, that... it's not official or something. Just that makes sense. sense. Yeah. Cool. Um, so what we're going to break down when we come back from break is this really cool thing called Svelte Lab that you, uh, you both built together and, uh, we're going to break down all the parts and pieces and, and why you, uh, got into it and all that fun stuff. So we'll see you right after break. How in the world could I forget about this? There's no need to freak out. We have Storyblock. Robert, you're right. But we still need a plan. Okay. How much time do we have left until the launch? 24 hours. Okay, let's go.
we are ready to publish. So let's get this baby online. Thank, Thank you, you. Storyblock, for sponsoring. <laughs> um, it's all over back. today. <laughs> I'm very interested in the fact that you two had never met before, and <laughs> you just decided to pair up for this hackathon. And where did this idea come from to do this Spelt Lab project? Let's start about how like the baby came to be. Yeah, so uh, we, we first... Uh... So Paolo had the idea from the start, but uh, I wanted to like explore a bit because I felt, yeah, we already have the REPL and we have stack blitz, so maybe it's not that necessary, but uh, at the end we decided it's worth it because it's really something we wanted. So we wanted like uh, to have the REPL, but a bit more supercharged, a bit more features. So one thing I really needed uh, was the formatting because I can't, I hate formatting my, the code myself, but I also hate looking at unformatted code. So that was really something I, I wanted. Um, I think dark mode is also something we really wanted. So we felt the the uh, the REPL or supercharging the REPL somehow was really worth it. Yeah, I completely agree. And having, I think, TypeScript and Prettier and like those things that we've like come to love from having an IDE like VS Code or something, like having those things is really nice. And it's supercharged too. It's not just like the the spelt REPL can do some things, but this can run Node in the browser, which is just insane. So can we talk about web containers for a minute and like that technology? And did you get help from Stack Blitz and how all of that came to be? We are as soon as uh, StackBlitz announced the, the Web Container API, I had uh, kind of on the back of my head the idea for something like this because uh, I wanted something like Svelte Lab so bad because uh, I love to hack something around before starting to work on something. Uh, in fact, a lot of the features of Svelte Lab are built into Svelte Lab before uh, building Actually, I mean, I, I started to hack around in Svelte Lab to, to make the thing work, and then I integrate it inside the Svelte Lab code base. Um, and so when they announced the Web Container API, I was uh, super stoked, and uh, I was uh, ready to start. And the hackathon and the fact that we were two of us uh, was just the... <clears throat> the, the the, the tipping point to start to work on this. And uh, actually, uh, the, the, the team uh, of SackBlitz is, uh, is wonderful because um, they we, we didn't speak with the SackBlitz team before the release of SvelteLab, but as soon as, they, as we released the SvelteLab, uh, Sylvia, uh, which is the, the DevRel of... Uh, one, I think, of the DevRel of StackBlitz reached to us, uh, and uh, they were uh, really stoked about the project, uh, which is something that we are <laughs> happy about it. But also, they 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 were really really helpful because, uh, for example, right now we are working um, on integrating SvelteLab with um, with the Svelte language server, and uh, there are a couple of uh, small things that. Uh, don't really work because uh, Svelte contain, uh, web container um, are an implementation of Node, obviously. 
And um, so we are constantly reporting back to to the Stackblitz team, and uh, they are amazing because, like, we report something, and ten minutes later is fixed. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, it, it's really. It's, it's like really a symbiotic up. relationship with them, but they are so helpful. And I feel like they reach out to like all these people. They they want web containers available and everything. And I know they worked with like exactly. the Safari team, Firefox, Chrome, like trying to get it into all the browsers. But they really are like helpful people. And I feel like they've done a great job of getting this technology out to the world. Sure. Yeah, it's it's really crazy how that how that stuff even works. I mean, I would never be able to do something like this, but it it's like the super simple API. You can get it started pretty quickly. The tutorial is like do it in a half an hour maybe, and then you oh, have wow. like a, a minimal REPL already. So the basic. But working with like language servers and stuff like that, I assume yeah. a lot of that is complex, and you have to think of a lot of things that maybe off the top you don't understand yeah. that you even have to think about. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, for for Svaltalab, we had to dive into so, so many things. Like uh, the original uh, POC was, uh, I think, the first day. In, in the first day, in uh, a couple of hours of hacking, we had Svelte run inside the web container. It was very very helpful, uh, but all the stuff around it's very. It, it's heavy <laughs> because yeah. uh, building an IDE it's very very heavy and I mean obviously Sveltlab it's a minimal version of an IDE because uh, it's very simple and we wanted that way because another things that um, uh, because we decided to build Sveltlab instead of just using StackBlitz is also because we wanted something very very lightweight and very very um, uh, minimal, not so complete. <laughs> and I understand that maybe is something controversial because uh, if you can have more, why not? But I feel like uh, for hacking around something, it's very important to have something minimal. And that's why, for example, I love this Velt Rebel because you just have the ability to create uh, 10 files, for example, and uh, you don't have the fully featured ID inside uh, your browser because it can be overwhelming. And that's also the reason, for example, we, because we have uh, the ability to hide the config files because, I mean, you have to touch the vit config, for example, but most of the time in your Svelte uh, journey, you will work inside the source directory. So we hide all the rest of <laughs> So that oh, you don't even yeah. yeah, maybe we can um, show it just a little bit so people get a little more context too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it extracts some of that away. So that's one of the nice things about the spelt REPL that you can go in and just do some things. And I know we've had learn.spelt.dev and they've just kind of fully featured that, but it's more tutorial format. So you kind of step through and learn about spelt, which is what Svelte Lab is, is that similar to learn.svelte.dev? So the main difference is uh, learn.svelte.dev is really very locked down. You don't have full access to create new files or rename them. So it's really focused on learning the concepts. And Svelte Lab is more like a sandbox, more like the REPL. It gives you uh, every tool. You can totally customize what the project is. You could, if you want, you could like 
create an Angular project if you wanted. So it's open-ended in that regard. I just saw one of the favorite features that I'm very excited about that you have integrated spell add just right there in the features. <laughs> like I love that. <laughs> spell add is one of the best things about spell. Yeah, so we really wanted to bring everything the community has to offer together in this application. For my name. <laughs> yeah, this is all for you. So um, what we uh, talked about with the hiding the config files, if you hover over the hello world uh, label, uh, um, sorry. Above, uh, next to the tabs from the editor that says hello world. Oh, yes. Um, sorry. If you, if you uh, the click the last of, icon. Of the, of the REPL. Okay, so you can edit the title there and save that. How does that save? Is there a database backing this? Yeah, we use PocketBase uh, to... Yeah. A bot uh, handle authentication and to save uh, the repls. Uh, it's a very simple uh, database. Just save the repls. <laughs> and uh, and uh, nice. it's hosted on uh, fly.io. Yeah, so you can, if you log in, you can like save examples and share them just like the repl. Sure, let's try it out. Um... Take all of my data. Yeah, give it to us. <laughs> okay, so now uh, if you change something, you should be able to press the little uh, Did disc. you see how fast that starts up? Like, that's just, in, if it's like two seconds yeah. and it's starting. Web containers are amazing. It's, it's yeah, truly magic. I think, am I wrong? Did our web containers talk just come out? I believe. Um, recently, yeah, with Eric Simmons. Yeah. Simon mm -hmm. Simmons? I always get it wrong. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> Stay with Eric. Um, yeah, this is, this is really incredible. So some things I'm noticing, like you do give like Svelte config um, mm -hmm. is out here and vconfig and stuff like that. So that's really neat. Yeah, you can hide them uh, if you over on uh, exactly. And yeah, then so you focus only on the code you are writing. That's nice. I really like that. But you do have to have access to like the Svelte config for adapter. So you could actually build your application fully in Svelte Lab and deploy it to the world without leaving the browser, which is kind of crazy. Right? Uh, yes. I, I mean, actually, you have to download it because uh, for the moment, we don't have a proper integration with GitHub. Like you can open your repo inside uh, your GitHub repo inside Svelte Lab, uh, but you can push to GitHub. But yeah, sure. You can download. No, there's uh, there's no Git. Git's on no the Git. in the terminal though, right? So could you set the remote? Uh, you could. I mean, it, it, you should install isomorphic Git. I mean, you can do it because. Okay. Uh, you should install isomorphic Git, and I think, but we have to figure it out. <laughs> like we want to do okay. it, and we want to to helps Veltalab to integrate with GitHub properly, but... So a little background too, this was built for the Svelte Hackathon, which ran from February 17th to April 17th. So they had February, March, April, two months to get something that was really good out to the public in hopes of winning. And they did, they won the best, uh, was this ecosystem category? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yes, yes, best ecosystem. And, like uh, spoiler for our perfect picks. I, I don't know. Well, <laughs> should, I, is, should I move it up one? Is. I'll show the rest of the winners oh, okay. uh, later. 
but I just, I wanted to call that out that this was built in two months. So we wanted to get as many features out there so that they had the best chance of winning. And that makes sense. And now you're both still working on maintaining it and adding new features, right? Sure. Yeah, exactly. And awesome. we don't even know if we would have ever started this without the hackathon. So <laughs> I'm really grateful there was like this event that got us to together and have a motivation to start this. They're talking about doing it every year and I really hope they do because it's brought so many great projects yeah. to the Svelte ecosystem. And it's one of the things that we hear constantly in the Svelte world is that, oh, we don't have a package for this and a package for this. And now we've got lots of them and then there's just going to be more because of this. It drives interest. Also, well, Versnell could throw a couple dollars, you know, more at it. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're kind of successful now. Skeleton? Vercel, sorry. Oh, Vercel. Yeah. I was uh, obviously while uh, the hackathon was still, uh, the, sub the submission was still open, I was reading the hackathon chat uh, in the Discord. And I was really, really scared every time someone posted something because uh, there were so many amazing projects like. They integrated uh, uh, Svelte with the Django, and I was like, I mean, we are just yeah. building our Apple. <laughs> there are some crazy ones, like Svelte Legos. I think there's one that like allows you to put Svelte in React and Svelte in Vue, like kind of like Astro, like where you can just piece together different frameworks. But it's interesting. Where do you see this kind of heading next? Do you think um, there's like a monetization piece to this or is this just like, hey, this is our, our product that was fun. This will go on my resume forever. What's what's that look like for you two? Well, for me, it's really just like a tool we wanted to have for ourselves. So oh, okay. I'm not looking to get money out of it. We, I just want to build something because I would use it. And I think a lot of the Svelte community appreciates it too because maybe they have use for it. So, yeah, we build it for the Svelte community, so it's always going to be open source. And, uh, yeah, we don't have any monetization plan as of now. <laughs> Are there any discussions or open issues that you want contributions or places people could go to stay updated on things? Uh, so we have a Discord channel where you can just pop in and ask some questions or, uh, yeah, if you have issues, we, you can uh, talk about that. But we also uh, have some discussion in the issue board uh, in GitHub. So if you run into something, uh, check if there's already an issue or create a new one so we can try to get it out of the way. Awesome. I need to look into this issue bot. I keep forgetting to. That's, that's a beautiful tool. Like a GitHub integrated issue bot? Yeah, just kind of cleans things and notifies and all that fun stuff. Mm. Sweet. I'm I'm curious, uh, since I, I don't use this that often, could we show off a sample of using Svelte Ad in uh, Svelte Lab? <laughs> That's sure. hard to say. Um, so oh, do you just do it at the command line, or what's the easiest way to go about Like, if I wanted to add Tailwind, how would I go about doing it? You need to do Command-K or Command-Shift-P. Okay. And then you here you have our command palette and uh, oh, you can really see cool. that you can format, you can create a root just like the the oh and there is Svelte add. Oh nice. There's all kinds yeah, there's of there's a Svelte add like integration right there. Interesting. Yeah, and you just pick and whatever just you want and then click on. 
and it starts doing it all in the same terminal. So uh, I think when you use stack blitz, like there's a little plus sign and you can add new terminals. So this doesn't have that feature added. This is just one terminal and it just does everything and then restarts the server for you. Uh, yes, uh, it, it has one terminal. I mean, uh, I kind of thought of opening an issue to, to add multiple terminal. Mm -hmm. uh, for the moment, it's, it's, it's still uh, in, in it's still a thought, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I mean, it's doable. Uh, for the moment, we, we show every relevant uh, information inside the, the integrated terminal. Is yeah. there a potential for theming in the future? Like bringing in your own VS Code theme or? <laughs> sure. I mean, it's so based on CSS variables, so it should be doable. We can oh, think nice. about that. <laughs> yeah. We are actually using the same uh, CSS that the Svelte kit docs are using. So we are plugging that directly in. That is really nice. Um, I know they're going through a whole, the Svelte.dev, so the regular Svelte docs is going through a whole rewrite right now. And it's going to look very similar to Svelte kit when it's all said and done. So it all fits together nicely. Yeah. We, to we just need a design system for Svelte so yeah. they can stop, just publish the library so they can stop <laughs> reusing all of this all over the place. Just use the I mean, library. Actually, there is, there is a library. Uh, it's a Svelte site kit, if I, if I remember. Oh, really? Which is, I did not know that. What are we using? Yeah. And um, I, think it, I think it has a huge warning in it, though, like not <laughs> for external. But yeah, I use yeah it exactly. <laughs> But uh, we don't care. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, actually, um, because there are a lot of components that uh, every Svelte site utilizes. So uh, they made this library. Actually, we are using an old version because I tried to upgrade it and broke everything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but we are mostly using for the CSS variables uh, for for the teaming of the of the editor and uh, the general teaming. So I have a question. Um, because this is spelt kit and not spelt, we have routing here. We can see the routing working if we added another page. I see page.server.js. So how does this work with server-side rendering when you're just in the client? I guess we have the node server running. So how are we doing this? <laughs> Exactly. It's um, actually the, the preview, which is what is shown there and that you can mm -hmm. open in another tab if you want. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's using the node running inside your browser uh, to, to, to build. So it's yeah. actually server-side rendered. It's, it, you have everything. Uh, I, I have to check because I don't know if uh, it handles automatically these because uh, StackBlitz, for example, uses a proxy to uh, do post uh, and fetch request uh, from the browser. Because I mean, if you are doing a fetch request from the server, mm -hmm. the server inside the web container, <laughs> it shouldn't um, have a course, right? Because you are on the server. Uh, and so I think uh, StackBlitz are using a, um, a proxy. And I don't know if it's something that uh, the package do automatically. So we have that too, or if something that we have to set up and so we okay. don't have it. <laughs> I don't know. I have to check. Makes sense. 
Should we try uh, putting one in and see if I can completely break it? <laughs> yeah. You should test it to the nines. Just like go all out. If we do what? Uh, Const cats equals fetch. Gotta remember what the cat equals. Throw a weight that. <laughs> yes. Let me throw a weight in there. Hang on one sec. I gotta remember the endpoint here. Uh, it's been a minute. Oh, there's there's cats as a service. Cat. I always use the cat API. Com, I think. Why can't I find it? I one? always misread it. AAS, ASS instead of AAS. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> um, hang on. I just used this in our uh, Svelte course, so I should have it. Yep. I've used the cat API. There before. it is. There's a limit of 10. Okay. Let's try it. In the meantime, can I show off my ARAP? Customized. Of course. <laughs> nice. Uh, let me, hang on. Let me make you bigger first. I'm not wearing my spelt earrings today for the first time. Uh, you have a syntax <laughs> sticker on there too. Awesome. Yeah. And it's yeah, also the, the same orange here. Very cool. <laughs> nice. Nice. Back to the so, belt flag. <laughs> Alex does a Google developer uh, group in Grand Rapids, and we just did Google I.O. extended a few days ago, and I gave away some Svelte Society and Svelte stickers, and those were gone right away. <laughs> I think there was one left the last time I looked. I was like, wow. Yeah, they were showing a lot of love for that. <clears throat> we should uh, have a merch store. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Svelte Kit in the Google I.O. talk, too. Ooh. Firebase integration. Ah, right. The hosting. Yeah. Oops. Auto-complete. Also, I, I, I read that, uh, I mean, it was at the summit. You're not that, sharing anymore, uh, either. Is that on purpose? Sorry. Let me, let me throw that back up. <laughs> okay. So on your server side, you're fetching, you're returning all of that, and then just to catch everybody back up. There we so, go. Yeah, theoretically, then... we're getting 10 cats, sending them back as cats, and then uh, data... Should have data.cats, theoretically. And then as cat, and then, yep, you should be able to iterate over those. Let's do... Like uh, we also yeah. have snippets. So if you do uh, S dash, it will show a bunch of... Uh, sometimes it, it takes a couple of refresh to catch up, but if you refresh again, it should, it should work. Okay, so... <laughs> There's some syntax that's wrong. Load. Hey, can you go back in the server? Ah, it's it's probably a bad API call here. So, yeah, are we getting the JSON out of the response? That's why we have to await the JSON, right? So yeah. we have to do. This is the. Oh, you have that's the data, uh, and then, yep, and then you have to get the data out of that. It's been a minute since I actually used the full fetch. Uh, we gotta wait that too. Yeah, long. right. Yes. That is it, JSON? That it? Let's refresh again. Let's see. Hey, there we go. go. Awesome. Okay. Sweet. Yeah, sometimes you run into some course issues. I'm not not firm on how that goes, but I'm glad it's working right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that worked great. Nice. Yeah, unfortunately, for example, Web Container API requires you to be in a secure context to work. And this means, for example, that forms 
don't works out of the box, uh, which is kind of a shame because uh, forms are awesome in, uh, in Svelte. But um, you can make it work if you disable if you disable uh, um, CCRF inside oh. the the Svelte config. So no. if everybody. If anyone uh, out there want to make form work inside Svelte Lab, you can just go to the uh, Svelte. Can we show that? Yeah, sure. let's, let's bring that up. And then in the Svelte config, turn off. It was CSRF. Yes, that's an request forgery. Uh, maybe try to show a, a non-working form first. Yeah, sure. Let's. Uh... Let's do let's just take this back out for now. Mm -hmm. And then action. Just do what login or uh, I don't know. You could probably not put an action. Does it work with query parameters if you don't put an action like a method on it? Yeah, you have to make to with query params it works because it just update the query params. Uh, so it has to be method post. Yeah, so uh, instead of action, I think you need method post on there. Oh, okay. We can create the action in the server file in a second. Keep hitting tab. I don't know why. <laughs> to autocomplete? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if it has, has to be uppercase, the post. Okay. I don't think it does. Uh, oh. Rich set this up with Jason, and it wasn't uppercase, so I okay. think it works both ways. Oh my gosh. Are you going to put a label on your input? No, I'm lazy. <laughs> it takes That's self-closing, yep. There we go. All right. I should probably put a button, though, maybe. Submit button. Actually, yep. if, if the input is the only thing inside the form, you can just submit with enter. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. I didn't know that yeah. either. Yes, I did, because I always hit enter. I just always add a button, so I don't know why not. So if you try to press Alt-Shift, F, it will format. Alt, Shift, F. I don't have an Alt. Uh, option, Shift, F? Option, maybe? yes. Sorry, I'm a PC guy. That's okay. Oh, that is so nice. <laughs> yeah, I so think... this is one of the reasons I really needed this. <laughs> yes. Um, so on the server side, do we add the action in there, or does it not matter? Yes. Okay. You can type kit action, and it will... Um, you, you it's need to outside of the load, though. Outside of the load. Ah, that's right. Sorry. Did we export again or no? Um, uh, he just type kit, kit action. Kit. Kit, 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 kit action. It will autocomplete. Thank you. And enter. Yeah. Then there you, you can go. That's export. Nice. export. And it gets the, the types in there for you? Yeah. Actually, right now, it doesn't work. I mean... Is there the JS doc comment? But uh, with this, you can just use a default um, key and then exactly do whatever. Oops, sorry. <laughs> All right. I mean, if you want, you can search this best kit documentation. That's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> you can search the spelt kit documentation within spelt lab, right? Uh, I keep forgetting yeah. the alt K, whatever this is. So command <laughs> um, K, right? Or here, I'll just do form action. Form there we go. Yeah. Look at that. 
And we'll drop this one in. Mm -hmm. um, do we really, I don't know, probably don't have to really do anything. You just can console log the event, right? Yep, and this all works with like the web API. So you do like form data, and you get the form data, and if I do that. Well, should no, this, should, this should not work. Yeah, yep. because it's cross-site. So cross can... So now, if you want to make it work, you can go to svelte.config.js. Okay. It's up on your tabs. There you go. And um, in I think it's kit dot uh, so inside the, mm -hmm. the kit all configuration you can do cross site request forgery so C S R F faults And okay. I think we just died, so we probably need yeah, to restart you, it. You need to and restart. because you changed the spell config, it might not have rebooted correctly. Okay, so let's see. It should work. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Woo! Nice awesome. hack around. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Obviously, Sweet. never do these in production. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only in dev. Do that dev param check. But if you uh, want to uh, yeah, use the code outside of Svelab, you can also use the command palette to export the whole file system as a zip file, so you can take it. And, uh, oh, yes. Is that yeah. up here? Yeah, I think uh, you can do uh, yeah, command uh, K. Okay. Or you can tap there. Nice. Yeah, so if I mean, you started building your new product, you can just uh, take it out and, yeah. Now I can run it in yeah. VS Code. Keep that going. is really nice. That's a great feature. Yeah, we don't, yeah, don't want to lock the command, we, we, we are currently writing the documentation website for Svelthub because, I mean, after all, it's, it's, a, it's a tech product. So VS Code has a documentation and uh, we need a documentation website for for Svelthlab, uh, also because I think the command palette is something uh, very, very useful that yeah. not very people knows about. Yeah, that's really oh. nice. Yeah, a lot of websites are starting to integrate that. I'm actually curious. I saw something, and I'm not remembering exactly what I saw, but you were talking about the documentation site and what you're going to be using to build that with. Hmm. MD's Vex. MD specs. Oh yeah, we were having the MD specs conversation, and that's where I saw it. So, <laughs> I'm gonna pick your brain after we get done too. I have <laughs> I have some pretty serious questions about MD specs. So I mean, are I'm you not an expert. <laughs> <laughs> we are just building our our docs. Uh, that's you're fair. not doing any auto generated docs. You're just handwriting everything and doing all that. I think yeah, that's the idea. Yeah. Shiki, Shiki's one of the ones that will like do some auto generation. Yeah. I mean, it's mostly a user manual than a technical documentation. Yeah. So we want to yeah. just show off what you can do and how you can get it done. And uh, so people have a better introduction because, I mean, it's a simple editor, but there's still a lot of features going on that are not completely visible. Uh, the Vim key bindings, for example, you you have to go to through the command palette. So it's already uh, it's always hidden in there somehow because we wanted to have the UI as clean as possible. 
but that of course makes it uh, hard to uh, discover features. Yeah. I have yeah. a very controversial question for you. Oh boy. <laughs> Did you write it in JS doc or TypeScript? <laughs> We are using TypeScript uh, proudly. <laughs> that is uh, for everyone out there. That is controversial because uh, Spelt is talking about a rewrite in JS doc and people are like, whoa, you're getting rid of TypeScript? What are you doing? But it's, it's fine. There's still it's, types. It's so I mean, funny re- how many people are having opinions that really don't need to. It's like, it's not going to affect you at all. Yeah. Rich said that it's for libraries, so we are a website. We are allowed by Rich to use. <laughs> yeah. And it's right. funny because uh, um, before I was writing the documentation for uh, Svelte Lab, and uh, I was talking about uh, how, for example, inside the OG REPL, you can't use TypeScript. Um, and I added, uh, but Nowadays, who is not using TypeScript? And I put a link to the to the controversial uh, uh, Y Combinator uh, post yeah. where someone was pitchforking against. Pitchforking. <laughs> it is crazy. It's like the Tailwind community too. Like we get that with Tailwind, we get it with TypeScript. It's like there's so many personalities mm. in those spaces. <laughs> That's a nice way to put it. I think this is a perfect time to jump over to our perfect picks. And I think uh, we have Zelda up first. Who, who is Zelda? I, I yeah, so uh, the new Zelda game just released today. And I already started playing a bit. And I'm definitely going to play a bit more. Uh, it's basically the same game, but more content and more stuff to do. So I'm really looking forward to spend a lot of time in there. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait for this. I've been asking my son, when's this come out? When's this come out? He's like, ah, <laughs> you're so annoying. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I'm so excited for it. I, I loved beating yeah, the first I, game, the, the first one so much, Breath of the Wild, right? Yeah. Um, I love beating that so much that I would actually just reset and replay it again. And he's like, oh, what are you doing? Wow. Let's <laughs> start it all over. I'm like, I don't know. It's fun. I just yeah. wander around. The world is so fun to explore and just lose yourself inside. <laughs> okay, our next pick is pretty hard to get. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I just realized that um, I'm a stupid person. So <laughs> I... Don't say You're that. You might have to edit that out. He's fine. He's a great person. All right. Okay. I mean, uh, thank you. But uh, when you said picks. I was thinking about you need a pick of me. Oh, so I said just that's our fault. The, the one oh, on blue sky. And so uh, that is a good pick, though. I mean, look at yeah. that. <laughs> this is my. So pick. your pick is your pick. <laughs> you look like you might be in like Italy, about to grab some wine. Yeah. Blue sure. sky is a very popular pick right now, so it worked both ways. Yeah. It, it worked out. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, uh, because of Brittany, sorry everyone because <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Brittany my... hooked me up with the invite code this morning, so I, I don't even know yeah. what mine will do, but I guess that's my problem. I mean, I'm probably not following a lot of people yet, so you, <laughs> no you don't have anything set up, but it's it's there, and yeah, yeah, fine. Cool. So if you can get in, it's kind of an invite only club right now, which is unfortunate, yeah. but cool kids only. Might have a little bit of work, I think, on there, and we'll see. 
I don't know that it's more chill than Twitter, though. They oh, had this great. thing called a hell thread within the first couple of days I was there. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> wow. All right, Britt, what are your picks? Okay, uh, first one is Citadel. That's a, an intense picture that they've got up on the front. So we've watched a couple episodes of this, and I think they're releasing it week by week, so we can't just burn through it like we really? do every other show. But it's been really good so far. Um, I actually uh, just don't think they could hear each other in this scene. They just had to get close to talk. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rob Stark from Game of Thrones, obviously amazing actor and um I don't know. It's been really good so far. It's kind of spy, secret. It's been okay. I, I thought it would be better, honestly. Yeah. It, it, it's watchable, though. It is. It is. I, I just need stuff to watch at this point. Like, I've burned through a lot of things. And Netflix is running out of things to watch. <laughs> so this is on Amazon. Uh, that, that was going to be my pick. It's oh, stolen. Sorry. Did you also oh. pick Beef on the Svelte Radio podcast? Was that you, Brittany? Beef? Yeah, the Netflix show. Oh. I didn't pick Beef. Oh, okay. Someone else did, I think, on the episode. I don't know. I I picked The Diplomat, and I picked a couple of other Netflix shows. But I don't think... I, have, I haven't watched Beef yet. That might have been Kevin. Yeah, I it's actually, a really very good show. I, I watched, like, the first half of the first episode and found oh. myself getting a little, like... Intense. I'm like, no, I can't watch this right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I have to exit out of society or like chill out. This is too much. Yeah. That's fair. I need to relax when I'm watching TV. So, <laughs> your second pick, which is probably very important for these folks. <laughs> yes. So, I just wanted to make sure that we called out all the wonderful submissions and people that we had entered the hackathon and the winners. I think the top five of each category are listed on the winners route there at the top if you want to click on winners. And you can see Wolf and Schvelt, incredible, just HTML, CSS, and JavaScript built in Svelte. The entire port of Wolfenstein 3D allows you to play. It's very loud if you push play, just for a warning. Um, mm. But it works fully in all the browsers. We checked uh, Thrills Mania is a car racing game. Uh, there's just, there's so many good entries. It's kind of ridiculous. Superforms, Super very powerful form library for Svelte. Radix Svelte, we had uh, yeah. Tom, Tomas, Thomas, Thomas Tomas on with yeah. Radix. And yeah, they're, they're great. I got to give him props. I didn't even know he was on the list. I haven't looked at this yet. Yeah, so he got third. Um, and then there's this ecosystem. We've got Svelte Lab there, editable website. where What's you Svelte have... Lab? <laughs> What's that thing? There's Svelters. That's the one that I was talking about where you can pull any framework together. Um, lots of great things on here. I think eventually we will list a lot more of the entries, like the top 20 or so. But uh, for now, That's we cool. wanted to give props to the top five winners. So did you all get your like trophies or something already? A, a check? I don't think we have trophies made. Yeah. Though. <laughs> getting, getting money out to people, I hope. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, we just had our Google I.O. conference. So uh, we ran Google I.O. Extended Grand Rapids. It was first time I've led something as, as large as of an event as that was. We had like 70-ish people. Um, it was crazy, <laughs> like it trying so to fun. like line up speakers. Brittany spoke at it. Um, 
couple, two, three, three people came in uh, via, they flew in. Um, so that was incredible. Um, and then, you know, just sitting down with community and learning more about everything that was going on was awesome. But uh, the main part of my pick, which I should probably link a little better, it's a little difficult. You can actually go into this, join the conversation now. And you can, I probably shouldn't show this on here, so I'm going to close real quick. Um, you can actually con converse back and forth with um, other Googlers, uh, Google engineers directly. So um, like I'm a Firebase GD, so I reached out to the Firebase team on there. I was like, what's up? Are we hanging out in Miami a couple of weeks? And like we talked for a while. So it's cool to have that connection because outside of that, it's nearly impossible unless you have direct emails with those folks. So. Oh, very cool yeah awesome a little shout out to just because we're running up on time we're about to jump over to our learn build teach discord for our wins of the week so if you're ever interested in a community that uh tries to build people up on like some of the social networks uh <laughs> we actually sit down and uh spend a couple minutes each just saying what we've done this week that we're super excited about and uh yeah jump over there it's learnbuildteach.com and then slash. there's a little Discord button. Yeah, or slash, what is it? Community. Slash community. That'll get you to our Discord too. So uh, huge thanks, Antonio, Paulo. Really appreciate you coming on and telling us all about Svelte Lab. I can't wait to see where it uh, gets to in the next six months. It's probably yeah. going to be bought by Microsoft or something. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thanks for having us. Here. Enjoy. Thank you. Thank you for we'll it. see you. Bye. Bye.